Journey into the Mystic with the Reverend John Dorhauer, General Minister and President of the United Church of Christ. I was six years old when the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated. His dream did not die with him. He was not the first one to have such a dream. But I know of few others whose words, whose actions, and whose entire life would be so collectively aligned in such a way as to inspire generations to believe in that dream with him. I won't pretend to carry in my own bones the visceral, the existential, nor the all-consuming desire for that dream of freedom that Martin carried within him. While my passion for equity and equality are authentic and deep, I am well aware of how my life of and in privilege mitigates in some very real ways both my commitments to and my internal drives for justice. Martin fed those passions and desires. In the memory of his life and the recitation of his words continue to fuel them. On Monday of this week, I sat and listened while two youth, one young man and one young woman, read to a captive audience once again those words that, once uttered, assured us that humanity would never again be without a clear understanding of what it was God desired from us all that all of our children would one day be judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character, and that from every corner of this nation and the globe, we would all conspire to let freedom ring. I am not persuaded that we are all that much closer to realizing his dream today than when, as Bono put it, Early morning, April 4th, shots rang out in the Memphis sky. Along the way, important steps have been taken to create what Dr. King called the beloved community, but just as often it seems as those steps have been taken to counter those efforts and to maintain and to further instantiate a system of white-skinned privileged, bolstered by myths of white power and white supremacy that have found a resurgence in these days. The privilege that whites conspire to dole out and to receive comes at a high price, but one that far too many whites have demonstrated a willingness to pay. There is the price of guilt and shame, the price of the erosion of spiritual health and wholeness that will only finally be fully realized for white and black and brown bodies when systems of oppression end There is the price, the cost, of losing the joy of participating in the beloved community called for by God's vision of shalom. And worst of all, there is the price that we have been paying now for centuries of the long pain, the suffering, and the degradation of generations of races, of bodies, souls, spirits, and lives whose sufferings accumulated only because of the color of their skin. White America sacrifices spiritual wholeness and health, impedes the joy of living as one in the beloved community, longed for by the Creator, and exhibited in the one we call Jesus, 
in order to sustain a system of privilege that benefits them. We don't need another Dr. King. His life, his words, his actions, along with the words, lives, and actions of so many others like Harriet Tubman, Sojourner Truth, Fannie Lou Hamer, Andrew Young, Rosa Parks, Maya Angelou, Oscar Romero, Gandhi, Abraham Lincoln, they all ring down through the ages and make it clear to us what God desires and what we need to do. Let us pay our tribute not in silent homage, but in faithful action. Let us repeat as often as needed the words that inspire. Let us tell our children again and again the stories of those who shed their blood for freedom. Hoping that, as Dr. King reminded us it will, the arc of history will bend always towards justice on this, our journey into the mystic. Into the Mystic is brought to you by the United Church of Christ. No matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you're welcome here. Find us at ucc.org.